special episode of the Xbox Passport presented by Xbox Canada. The podcast all about the best value in gaming, Xbox Game Pass. I'm Steve Saylor, and joining me on this voyage is my friend and yours from Girls on Games podcast, Leah Jewer. Leah, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Really excited for today. Uh, yes, and today we actually have, uh, like I said, a very special episode because we have Lee Peterson, executive producer of Minecraft Legends from Blackbird Interactive, joining us today. Thanks for coming on the show, Lee. We, we, you, you must be very, very excited. So close to like launching Minecraft Legends. Very excited. Uh, Tuesday, April 18th is when we're in stores. We're so excited. Amazing. So if you don't mind us asking, we have like this kind of like this sort of icebreaker kind of question. Um, and now besides Minecraft Legends, um, what game are you currently playing right now? I'm playing Pentiment. I'm I'm loving Ooh. it. What are you liking about that so far? It's just so different, I think, from from anything else I've ever played. I love the the narrative. I love the art style. I love I yeah, I love everything about it. The audio, it's so great. Amazing. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit, kind of like about yourself and uh, what you do at Blackbird, and uh, if you want to throw in there, how you got started in gaming. Sure, that sounds great. So um, I started in gaming in 1996 when I graduated from university. I had written my undergrad thesis on girls who play video games. And when I moved back to Vancouver from the East Coast, there was a job posting for a QA tester at Radical Entertainment. And so I applied and somehow got the job. And then within a couple of years, I was running the QA department. And that was a, a while ago. <laughs> and I've been um, out of QA and into production, and mostly doing um, production in gaming studios around Vancouver since then. Um, at Blackbird Interactive, I've been here for almost five years exactly, and uh, being as the executive producer on Minecraft Legends. Very cool. Uh, all right, so why don't you uh, like tell us a little, kind of a little bit about uh, I guess the the history of uh, of Blackbird Interactive. The uh, what's the history of the studio? So the the studio uh, uh, has has had a, a very interesting uh, a background. It started in the garage of our our CEO Rob Cunningham about twelve years ago. Um, they started with uh, Deserts of Karak, which is a, a homeworld game. Uh, since then, we've we've grown um, from the twelve people I think in the in the garage to we're over three hundred staff in the studio now, uh, working on multiple projects. So the the studio has a has a kind of RTS and strategy background. And that's sort of why uh, Microsoft and Mojang um, came to us to pitch on Minecraft Legends. Pretty awesome. And one of the things that we were pretty in stoked about in getting a chance to speak to you and then hearing about the development of Minecraft Legends is the fact that it's built here in Canada, which, you know, considering we're here, we're like, that's fantastic. So how does the Canadian video game development scene differ from other places? My whole career has been here in the Canadian, in the Vancouver scene, so I, I don't know if I can speak for, for other um, uh, countries or areas, but certainly I think the Vancouver scene specifically is um, is a really tight-knit community. There's there's lots of little studios, there's big studios like EA, um, there's, there's big mobile studios, uh, lots of very interesting creative things, and also big, huge franchises like FIFA get produced here. Um, the community itself is very tight-knit. Um, there's people I'm working with on my Minecraft Legends that I worked with at Rad there's three people right now I worked with in 1997 on my team right now. So people that you 
um, dip in and out of uh, studios, um, connecting, creating new studios out of studios, um, and really creating this kind of really interesting ecosystem and, and support system for devs. Um, now, one of the things about the show, we, we, j we just started the, uh, the podcast, but one of the games that we both Lee and I kind of ha had recently started to play because um, it just sort of, you know, pops up in sort of the, hey, why don't you try this out on Game Pass? And uh, it was one that uh, that you all developed, which was Hard Space Shipbreaker. And this is before we even thought about like, like we, we even uh, knew that we were going to be t interviewing uh, you all yeah. today. So um, and so obviously, yeah, like we, we wanted to kind of know what was sort of uh, um, like to kind of like working on that game and what did you learn uh, from working on uh, Shipbreaker that you kind of took into uh, Minecraft Legends? Um, Sh Shipbreaker was developed by a different team within the studio so I wasn't involved in that so I, I can't speak a, a lot to that but definitely um, moving on to, to Game Pass and the learnings from Early Access um, were definitely um, um, things that w went back into the studio and went back into the into um, development practices here and the learnings from um, moving on to Game Pass and also just the definitely the learnings uh, from a kind of a dev team perspective for uh, early access and the, the challenges and benefits there. So um, for us, we always knew we were going to be on Game Pass being a, being a Microsoft Mojang uh, game and, and collaboration. Um, so that was always in the plan for us. But um, we're definitely excited to be on Game Pass and to ha have um, so many people be able to um, play the game, uh, and, you know, not having to go to a, a store and, and pay money to buy a retail one to be able to 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 play it, to see it, to open it up to different audiences and a, and a bigger community. It's really exciting for us. I think as well too. Like what I love is that again, kind of like with studios like yours, is that yes, the game pass game passes uh, is there and it's great for for uh, for players to be able to jump in and enjoy. But also in the fact that like you can be able to also buy and support like support the uh, buy the game and support the studio that way. Um, so I, I I definitely like love that that sort of like is is an option there for you and and also like you know it's just it's great kind of like ecosystem and I and I love to be able to see that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, it's 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 a really exciting time, I think, too. And there's a lot of excitement around Game Pass for for Legends. So, have you been working on Minecraft Legends since its fruition about five years ago? I've been so I've been at the studio since August of 2018, and the game started. Uh, the pitch was signed, I believe, in January of 2018. So I've been there almost since the beginning, but not not since day one. There's about ten people on the team who have been there since day one, but okay, the bulk of it, yeah. Yeah, so like we've got obviously, you know, the world that we live in, we've been through a lot over the past five or so years, and you've you've obviously dealt with a lot of that while working on this game. Can you talk to us a little bit about that process and like how you how you had to adapt during COVID pandemic and things like that? For sure. Yeah. So, you know, when we, we started out in 2018, we, you know, we grew from 30 people and then on our peak in 2021 is 125. So we were still growing when the, the pandemic hit. And of course, you know, there were very few people, if any, who were working from home at that point. All of a sudden you had to pick up a 120 person team and and work remotely, you know, in the in the course of a couple of days. So it was a big challenge for the studio, but I think it was a big challenge because obviously it impacted um, everybody and publishers developers and the world at large. So everybody was going through the same challenges at the same time. So I think there was a lot of, you know, empathy for people and, and space for people and, and, and um, a real uh, 
concerted effort to, to try to make the process as painless as possible and try to make people's experiences as painless as possible from working from home and also trying to collaborate um, totally remotely and online was a, was a new thing for us. But I think we, we our, our efforts were very um, focused as a studio and as a team. And I think we managed to get up to uh, our, our previous kind of efforts in terms of um, collaboration and kind of teamwork pretty quickly. So we've been working more from home in this hybrid now space than, I, than we did in the previous time. So I think it was like two years and then three years of working from home. So it's, it's, it's been a bit of a, a, a hard, hard challenge, I think. Like I, but I think that would be the same for anybody really, whether you're in video games or not, the pandemic sure. was a challenge for people. What was it like kind of like being able to kind of uh, go back to the studio for the first time after, after being at home for, for quite a while? It was, it, it was really strange to go back in and, you know, there's like a cups of coffee that people have left on their desks and, you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> and things. Yeah. Just like weird stuff where you're like, Oh wow. I've, I left this thinking, you know, at the time we were like, Oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks, maybe a month tops. So the, you know, the first time we were allowed to come back into the studio was, was a bit strange, but now it's, you know, we have, uh, we have people working, some people working full-time from the office, but most people kind of do a hybrid, um, but we try to do kind of concerted um, days in the studio for events, for, for lunches, for celebrations. Like we'll be in the studio on the 18th to have some pizza and have some champagne and celebrate the launch of Legends. So we're trying to trying to tether um, the team to the studio on certain days to, to kind of create some more community. And also, you know, there's people who were hired into the studio who had never stepped foot in the studio because, you know, it all happened remotely. For sure. Yeah, I love that. Um, and and so obviously Minecraft is something that y'all are very, uh, uh, very passionate about. I mean, we definitely saw that uh, during the uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox Developer Direct uh, recently and just some of the other materials we've seen. Um, so, but also like this isn't not only the uh, not only your only Minecraft game in that obviously we know that the uh, that uh, the team also kind of helped uh, develop Minecraft Earth along with uh, a legend. So what were some of the things that you learned while um, either uh, the team was working on Earth that you were able to incorporate into the development of legends or was there a bit of like kind of vice versa like kind of collaboration between the two uh during that time um so so minecraft the work on minecraft earth uh, which was really we just we had a small team working on a a, a codev project for a couple features um happened after the after uh minecraft legends had been in production and it was because of our relationship with moyang that the minecraft earth opportunity came about um and we had a, a small team on that uh during the development process i think um it, it's really um I, I don't know if one game informed the other or you know vice versa but certainly um our relationship our working relationship with microsoft and and mo yang expanded during that time to a broader group of people that's a different group of people who are responsible for earth and for legends at microsoft and in redmond and in stockholm so um, certainly just expanded our relationships, built out a broader uh, relationships with more people with, within Mojang um, and, and gave us some more insight into how the broader business works, I think, and the broader game development works in, in at, at Mojang and Redmond. How was it working with Mojang? They're great. I love them. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that sounds overly enthusiastic, I know, but it's, it's been a, it's been a fantastic relationship with the five years we've built just such amazing 
Um, I think trust and, and friendships and, and relationships across, um, you know, uh, art and design and production and QA and, and user research and, and marketing and communications and um, technology. Uh, I think, you know, uh, our leadership team here and the leadership team, both in Redmond and, and Stockholm have been um, really um, focused on building out those relationships and building out that trust. And, you know, when you're working on something that's uh, as, as big as the thing we're working on, you need to have that trust and, and that kind of creative and, um, and artistic uh, and design kind of um, space to be able to kind of push the boundaries and, and to figure out where the game's gonna go. And because uh, we have been building that out for so long, I think where we are is, is, is beautiful. I'm really excited about people being able to play the game. I think it's just the, the fruits of of um, all of those years working together. I love such that. A it's such a creative bunch over there too. Like every time you see like the Minecraft live events, which you guys got to participate in, like it always looks so exciting as a, a long-term Minecraft fan. I, I was super stoked when, when Minecraft Legends got announced because it's just such a cool project, the concept of bringing the two together. Thank you. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, Pete, Pete Gann, who's our, our, our game director on, on Legends and myself, we did get to go to Stockholm for, for Minecraft Live, as you mentioned, and and it was it was uh, like it was it's hard to describe how big a production it is and how exciting it was and how um, kind of privileged we were and how felt to be a part of that. Um, it, and it is live. It's a, it's a massive massive production um, of um, the day the day of um, and the kind of all the stuff leading up to it and all the rehearsals and everything. But it's it's. Um, it's 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 such a great um, it was such a great opportunity and I really hope we're we get invited back next year. I think it definitely uh, will. Just seeing the kind of the hype for Legends, I think there definitely will be a very uh, long term relationship there. Um, now, I, I wanted to actually ask because obviously the Minecraft I like IP is like is is sort of in a way it, it kind of hits that sort of game developer brain in my uh, like that I have in that it's it, it, it has kind of like this sort of uh engine where you can kind of there's so many different genres and so many different types of games that kind of bit can be created just from the basic concept uh, of minecraft um so what inspired uh the team to be like mi mixing the world of minecraft with a sort of the action strategy genre so the pitch came about um, from Mojang themselves, and it was some of the people at Mojang's love of strategy games and, and wanting to kind of bring strategy to Minecraft and create a strategy game within Minecraft rather than kind of putting a Minecraft kind of, uh, you know, veneer on a strategy game. Uh, and then it came to, to Blackbird, and we have a, a provenance of, of RTS and strategy experience. So the pitch that we gave back to them, you know, was built out, we built out a bunch of Lego and it was all very, um, really enthusiastic because we do have such um, big Minecraft fans here and the, the opportunity to be able to, to try to put together a pitch um, requested by Mojang was so, um, again, such a great opportunity and people were really enthusiastic about it. And, and that um, I think struck a, a nerve with uh, the Mojang leadership team and, and um, we were given the, we were given the, the pitch. What I love about Minecraft, especially because folks come to me all the time, what can I play with my kids? What can I do? I'm for, new to video games. What do I do? And I'm like, Minecraft is a perfect way for you to start. And it's played by people of all ages. How are you taking Minecraft Legends and making it approachable for everybody? 
so the the broad audience for Minecraft was definitely at the forefront in in all of the kind of conversations and all the discussions we've we've ever really had uh, on Legends, and we are wanting to make sure that you know parents could play with their kids exactly what you're talking about, um, and that there was stuff that was appealing for more um, you know maybe more mature strategy um, enthusiasts as well. So definitely, um, you know, we've got, uh, difficulty levels within the campaign. Uh, we have, um, a, a pretty robust, uh, tutorial and first time user experience we have for PVP. We also have a tutorial space. Um, so, you know, people can, can go in and, and learn how to play without, um, you know, having to, to play against, um, to other people, uh, so that they can get more comfortable. Um, there's also just lots of things you can do within Legends, within the campaign, you don't have to engage with the piglins right away, you can wander around, you can make friends with um, creepers and, and skeletons and zombies, you can go, you know, see and discover lots of amazing things in the world itself um, before you decide to engage with the piglins. Yeah, the PvP side was the one that I was kind of curious about, considering like you could have anybody from any different level kind of jumping in there right away. Some folks who understand all the complexities of the games or someone who's brand new with it. Does that change how you plan a PvP mode? Definitely took that into account um, when we were thinking about how we wanted to um, bring PvP into Legends. Definitely, you know, some of the great things about PvP is that you can play a bunch of different roles. You can be, um, you can go and resource, you can attack the piglins, you can build defenses, you can go and unlock um, the mobs. So there's lots of roles you can play. Um, so you don't have to always uh, be the, uh, uh, potentially the aggressor against the piglins or um, anything that seems maybe more complicated for certainly for younger players or, or players who are still getting kind of used to the use of the game itself and the game mechanics. Awesome. Now, we've seen a little bit uh, so far of the co-op and sort of the, the PvP aspects. Um, can you talk a little bit about kind of what the, uh, the solo experience would be like? Yeah, the, the solo experience um, is, is, you know, I think a, a great experience. I, mean, I don't think you have to play with friends, although I think that's fun as well. Certainly, um, the campaign itself is a... Um, a narrative driven experience. There's a really great storyline um, with the hosts and with the piglins and with um, the hordes and there's some amazing cinematics and cutscenes and and lots to explore. So um, as well with being a procedurally generated world, um, every campaign that you start is going to be different. Things are going to be laid out in a different way. The bases are going to be laid out in a different way. So I think there's always kind of a freshness to to playing single player if that's what you're you, you prefer to do awesome i love that <laughs> uh, uh one thing that's amazing about the minecraft uh world too is just the community that's like garnered around it over the course of the past 10 plus years and they've created like thousands of game modes even within minecraft itself and they're so super creative and continue to be um is there any inspiration that you folks drew from anything that the community put together or had any community feedback through the process so we definitely we know that the Minecraft community is very, very big and, and very enthusiastic and incredibly creative. And we, were, we always made sure that we were thinking about the community when we were developing the game, too, that we want to make a game that the community is proud of and that the community wants to play. I'm definitely excited to see what the community will do um, with, um, you know, just sort of remixing some of the stuff within the game itself and what they do with the game once it's out into the 
into the world. So uh, definitely very respectful of of the community and and the that the the kind of strength of it and the the longevity of it as well. Awesome. So what are you looking forward uh, for players to discover like uh, w when they finally get their hands on on legends? That's a great question. I'm just excited about it um, the game being out in the world and I want the players to kind of experience the the joy of um, discovering all the kind of elements within the world and all the kind of beauty and all the the little um, the little touches and the little animations and all of the things that the whole team spent you know the last five years um, putting all their heart and love into. I love that. Even just seeing like some of the uh, uh, the sort of the materials that kind of are from the players have already kind of have been able to enjoy from the previews. It just looks so like it's in it, like almost as if it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is just the same Minecraft world. It's just that now we got like a kind of a fun game mode added to it. But I know that there's a lot of like uh, a heart and, and passion went into it and in every little detail. So uh, I'm really looking forward to, to trying that out uh, myself. Uli, thank you so much. I know you've been super busy. Congratulations on coming so close to this launch. It's right around the corner for folks who want to learn more about Minecraft Legends. Where should they go? So Minecraft Legends will be available online and in stores on April 18th, and we will be launching on Steam, on PC, on Xbox, on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Nintendo Switch. Fantastic. I, I love that. Well, Lee, thank you so much for, for joining us today. We really appreciate it and giving us some insights on Minecraft Legends. We can't wait to play it. We can't wait to jump in, and uh, and congratulations on, on, you know, game launches are hard, and we understand that, so we want to, like, we appreciate all the work, hard work that you all have been doing at Blackbird and, uh, uh, and the team has been doing, so uh, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to chat with you soon about whatever the future might bring. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much all for watching and, and listening to us today. If you want to be able to check us out, make sure to be able to listen to us on all podcast platforms and also on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at Steve Saylor. Make sure to rate, review, all that good stuff. And we will see you all very soon because we got some more uh, stuff ha like happening this week. You know, some Canadian content. That's a good tease. Make sure to uh, subscribe so you can be able to like, catch that out when it is live. Thanks so much for watching. And as and always remember, when everybody plays, plays we all win take care everybody bye bye